Hi, everyone. Listen up. It's King Mitch. Today, I'm going to talk about how to set and change your entire destiny based on what comes out of your mouth. The power of the tongue. What's coming out of your mouth that's stopping your dreams dead in their tracks? So the big question is this. What does it mean to be a king in God's kingdom? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm Mitch Edlund, lifelong entrepreneur, Christian business leader, and kingdom advancer. And I'm here to speak to the king that's inside of you. Each episode, you'll be posed with thought-provoking questions, open discussion, and occasionally special guests, all designed to take your thinking, believing, and life to a higher level. Your journey begins right here on the Awaken the King podcast. It's time to wake up, King. Have you ever thought about some of the sayings that we say that have been passed down to us from our families, maybe culturally or geographically? Like when somebody asks you, how are you doing? And your response is, hanging in there, or just getting better. Or here's one I grew up with, fair to Midland. Now, what does that even mean? Does that have anything to do with how I actually feel? No, it's just a pre-programmed response. Well, the words we speak have power, not just power, but supernatural power. Tons of books have been written on the subject, and most Christians have some sort of knowledge about the power of the tongue. They've been taught somewhere along the line to be careful about what you say, but they don't live it. They don't believe it. Well, the fact is, there's 126 passages in the Bible that talk about the tongue and the power it yields, starting in Genesis when God spoke the world into existence. Everything that God's created, he spoke. Think about that. God spoke, then it happened. That's a pattern that God's given us right from the beginning. And Jesus says this, I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as a small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. So here's the pattern. You first have to believe it, then you speak it, and you have to expect it because that's part of the belief. And it will happen. That's what Jesus said. Now, you can choose any translation you like, from King James to the Message translation, and they all say the same thing. Believe it, speak it, and it will happen. So why aren't we seeing more people living this out? Well, a good friend of mine, Wade Tilley, says it this way. We live the part of the Bible that we actually believe. And that is so true. So if you really believe in the power of the spoken word, you will choose your words much more carefully. Matthew 12, 36, 37 says this, And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day of every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. Now that's Jesus speaking. The Greek word for idle is argus, and it means yield no return or barren or negative. So if we are held accountable on Judgment Day for all the negative words that come out of our mouth, it's a really big deal to God, right? I mean, do you see that? So why is what we say such a big deal to God? Well, I believe one of the main reasons is faith. Hebrews 11.6 says this, it's impossible to please God without faith. And what you speak is a direct correlation of what you believe. And what you speak is your faith in action. It's not enough just to think it and believe it. If it were, Jesus would have told us. But that's not what he told us. He said to speak it. That's why speaking daily affirmations is so important. It's putting your faith out there. So can you see that? If you're really wanting something to happen, you're really believing for something, 
but you're speaking against it? How crazy that is? It's like praying at the bedside of a loved one that God will heal them. And then when that person asks how they're doing, your response is, it doesn't look good. I'm not sure they're going to make it. (laughs) Do you see the problem here? More importantly, can you see how God sees there's a problem here? Well, God rewards faith. It's been said that faith is the currency of heaven, and I completely believe that. You're asking for a miracle. You think you have the belief to believe for a miracle, but you talk like God has no power. Your words don't line up with what you're believing for. In fact, you're actually canceling your blessing when you speak against it. Let me say that again. You're actually canceling your blessings when you speak against it. Your speak is that powerful. That's why God told the Israelites to march around the city of Jericho for seven days and don't talk. Because he knew if they talked, they would say things like this. I don't believe this will work. Why is God making us do this? We'll never get over those walls. And they would have canceled the promise. When Zechariah, John the Baptist's father, was visited by the angel Gabriel and told his wife Elizabeth would have a son in her old age. He didn't believe the angel because he and his wife were so old. So Zechariah was unable to speak until John was born. Because if he was allowed to speak and he spoke against the promise, he would have canceled the promise. Do you see how powerful this is? Well, here's what Jesus' brother James has to say about the power of the tongue. This is from James 3. Indeed, we will make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It's a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set a whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is a relentless evil and full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessings and curses come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out of both fresh and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives? Or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. So are you starting to see how powerful your words are? Psychologists tell us about the power of the subconscious mind, and ultimately it controls everything about us, and it is programmed by what comes out of our mouth. To the point where if you're saying, I'm sick, I'm sick, guess what? Your subconscious mind believes you and your body starts to prepare you to get sick. Your subconscious mind can't tell if what you're telling it is the truth. It acts on what you tell it. So if you tell it what you have, it believes you. And if you tell it what you want and where you're headed and what your goals are, it believes that too and it prepares for it. Your subconscious mind believes you and it acts on it. I'm sure over the years you've heard about the law of attraction. Again, many books have been written about that, and they all state that you attract what you focus your thoughts on, and they teach that if you focus your thoughts intensely enough and long enough, that the universe will deliver to you what your thoughts are projecting. Now, I'm not going to go down that road right now other than to make this point. Everyone I've ever heard that teaches about the power of thought 
also teaches you to do daily verbal affirmations. They teach the power is in the thought, and the affirmations are just a way to keep your thoughts on track. And I agree your thoughts are powerful, but it's the words that have the real power. God didn't think the universe into creation. He spoke it. Jesus didn't say, if you think about moving the mountain, it will happen. He said, speak to the mountain and it will happen. Now, you have to believe with all your heart first, but it doesn't happen until you speak it. Millions of people over the years have read these books and bought into the law of attraction, and it didn't work for a lot of them. And when it didn't work, their thought process was probably something like, I just can stay focused long enough and hard enough to get the results. And they gave up. But the problem may have been they thought it, they believed it, but they just didn't speak it. They didn't bother doing the affirmation part of it because that just seems silly. Well, it does seem a little silly, a little weird when you start speaking aloud what you want. Your mind tells you, oh, you can just think it. You don't have to actually speak it, but you do. If you followed me around all day and you heard my speak, you'd probably think I was crazy. But I'm not crazy. I just actually believe God's word. And I don't just believe it. I do it. As an example, when I'm at the gym working out, you hear me speaking something like this in between sets. God, thank you for giving me this incredible body at 58 years old. I am in incredible shape. My body has no issues and no problems in any way, shape, or form. My body is a muscle-building, fat-burning machine. It burns fat and builds muscle at an amazing rate. Every organ in my body functions exactly as God intended it to, perfectly. My heart is strong enough to run two bodies this size. My veins and arteries are perfectly healthy. There's no hardening or arteries or vein disease or issues with my blood in any way, shape, or form. There's no plaque in my arteries. My blood is healthy. My blood pressure is perfect. My immune system is so strong it can fight off anything that comes against me. Every cell in my body is replaced with new healthy cells. My joints, my discs, and my vertebrae are all perfectly healthy. My muscles, tendons, soft tissues are all in excellent condition. I have no pain, sickness, cancer, disease anywhere in my body. God has made me healthy, wealthy, and wise to advance his kingdom. Thank you, God, that you've given me long years and long years of health. I may be driving down the road and speaking over my finances. Thank you, God, for open heavens over my life and over my finances. Thank you, God, for the money that is flowing to me in every direction. Thank you, God, that I have multiple streams of income that are ever-increasing. Your word says that I will reap where I have not sown. You will give me wells that I didn't dig and cities I didn't build. Thank you, Lord, that because I do seek your kingdom first and your righteousness, your way of doing things, that you will give me the desires of my heart. Thank you, Lord, that as a sower, you'll give me seed to sow. Thank you, Lord, that for the money that you've already flown through me and the money you're going to flow through me. Lord, thank you for the billions of dollars that you're going to flow through me to advance your kingdom. All through the day, I'm speaking like this. I speak over my queen and our marriage. I speak over my kids and the spouses God is bringing them. I speak over my legacy, next generations, that I may never even see. Now, some may call it crazy. I call it blessed and favored. So now, with maybe a new perspective, let's go back to that original question. What's coming out of your mouth that's stopping your dreams dead in their tracks? Actually, it's about way more than just your dreams. It's about every single thing in your life. So I challenge you to not just think like a king thinks, but to speak as a king speaks. And keep this mental picture in your mind forever. You'll stand before Jesus and be held accountable for every negative word that comes out of your mouth. That's every negative word you speak about someone else, every negative word you speak over yourself or about yourself, and every negative word you speak about God's plan for your life. Yeah, 
it's that big a deal. So speak wisely, kings. It's been an honor for me to share with you today, and I'm so glad that you've chosen to listen. I pray that what you've heard on this podcast so resonates with you that it changes how you think about your calling in God's kingdom. I believe God will bless you, elevate you, increase your territory and measure of rule, and fill your life with blessings, joy, and abundance so we can advance God's kingdom together.